The contents of this podcast is for general information only and does not constitute financial advice or consider individual circumstances. Please seek your own independent legal, financial, taxation or other advice before making investment decisions. Hey, this is Decoding Crypto with me, Ed Stott, and Ben Simpson, the CEO of Collective Shift. How are you doing, Ben? I'm good, Ed. How are you? Yeah, good. I want to talk to you about Australia's crypto regulators attempting to go where no one has ever before. Have they, though? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, literally. (laughs) So in a statement this week, the Australian Treasury announced a multi-step plan to establish a crypto regulatory framework that it claims will be more thorough and better informed than those previously established anywhere else in the world. This is exciting stuff. Oh, man, riveting. Uh, I I just laugh at politics sometimes. It's just, for me, a lot of all talk and not much... uh, not much actual work goes on. It's just a lot of yeah. Uh, it seems like it. So their big thing this time is they they're talking about token mapping. So token mapping will allow officials to view and evaluate nuanced trends in Australian cryptocurrency markets to best identify how crypto assets and related services should be regulated. So that's going on. I think, as we said, it's a lot of talk. But off the back of this, the ASIC boss. which is the Australian Securities and Investments Commission, Joseph Longo has come out and said that it's not his job to be a crypto cheerleader and that uh, crypto is a highly risky and volatile activity. And he's also revealed that uh, the ASIC research found that 44% of investors that they surveyed hold cryptocurrency. So it's a lot of people. Mm. But I think the reason we want to talk about this today is that if you're new to crypto and you see all this new regulation coming out and then you see the boss of ASIC talking about how risky cryptocurrency is, it can be a pretty scary place to be, Mm. particularly as these headlines will be slashed everywhere and you'll be assaulted with them all week. So what we want to talk about today is how we can lower our risk, uh, how we can navigate that and still be in cryptocurrency, but in a really sensible, uh, you know, measured way. So the first question for you, Ben, is do we invest or do we try and trade? Oh, that's a good question, Ed. I, I don't trade. <laughs> <laughs> I don't trade because... Yeah, me you either. trade, Ed? No, okay. No. 95% <laughs> of people... I believe should not trade. Trading is a very, very difficult thing to do. And if you uh, tend to be a little bit, I'd say emotional or volatile, like in your own sort of world, uh, trading is bad. So volatile. (laughs) (laughs) So volatile. (laughs) You you basically need to be uh, close to a robot in a sense of like trading. You need to be unemotional. You can't have any sort of um, you know, even like relationships with the markets, assets, you basically got to be absolutely mm-hmm. neutral to trade. And when you're trading, you're versing, you know, probably much smarter people with algorithms, computers, teams of people, much larger capital to try and trade and, and, and beat those people because there's only one winner, right? You're always trading someone else on the other side of the screen. Where investing is something where you're investing into long-term businesses or assets like cryptocurrencies that you believe in and will accumulate and build up over time as the company or cryptocurrency becomes more valuable. So I think to protect yourself when getting started into uh, crypto, I'd always recommend starting with a large portion of Bitcoin in your portfolio. We recommend about 75% of your portfolio should be in Bitcoin. 
uh, and then spreading out with different uh, altcoins around that. But I definitely start with Bitcoin and work your way down because once you understand Bitcoin and you understand how the blockchain works and understand how cryptocurrency works, you're going to be far more educated, probably far more educated than some of these government officials coming out saying how crazy risky crypto is. Uh, probably a lot of them haven't done their own due diligence either. So definitely start with Bitcoin and you work your way down from there. Yeah. And obviously this is general advice and we're talking generally. So we're not saying this is absolutely what you should do, but we're talking generally about, you know, what we've done and what we've found um, to be a sensible thing to do. I think the other thing is, is once you start getting interested in Bitcoin, like we said before, you start to learn more about other financial structures and other cryptocurrency. And it's just a good place to start your education, a really good place. And then once you understand how Bitcoin works, you can kind of compare other cryptocurrencies against Bitcoin. And it gives you something to kind of bounce other ideas off where, where you actually understand how that works. So if we have presumably decided that trading is not for us, are there other things that we can do to reduce the risk when we're just starting out in cryptocurrency? Definitely. So the other thing I'd recommend is never invest more than you're willing to lose. And also the yeah. feeling that you get, because I've been here before, when you've overinvested and the market drops, you're going to get that feeling. Oh, it's you're going to get that feeling in your stomach, right, Ed? When you feel sick, you're like, "Oh yep. shit, what have I done? I put yep. in too much money. Yep. I couldn't afford to lose that money." Or like, it's very, it takes over, right? You get very anxious. You're looking at your portfolio, you're swiping down, you're like, "Oh my god, I've lost so much money." Then we're in that emotional trap. Then you're there, Ed, and yep. uh, that's why we don't trade. Mm. So, like, <laughs> if you if you're in that <laughs> feeling, you've probably invested too much. So, I definitely recommend taking out. Uh, money until you're at a point where you can comfortably stomach the ups and downs of crypto because crypto is highly volatile. It's one of the most volatile asset classes on the planet. So you need to make sure that you can stomach those ups and downs because it's nothing like any other asset class. Mm, yeah, absolutely. Really good advice. Um, and the other thing that you can do is you can decide that you want to put in $100 a week, I don't know, for the next eight weeks or whatever. And then you can kind of spread your money across where the price is going to go so you don't have to be so concerned with trying to get in right at the bottom of the market, right? Yeah, so dollar cost averaging is a great way to invest in the market. Um, you know, getting paid in Bitcoin is another service as well. You can take some of your wage in crypto. So I highly recommend if you're coming and you're wanting to invest a large chunk or just want to invest in crypto at all, take your amount, let's say it's $1,000, split it over, say, 10 weeks. So you've got 10 lots of $100 and buy every week. Because what that does, it'll average out the price as Bitcoin goes up and down. You'll get an average price over 10 weeks rather than trying to pick a time in the market because usually you're going to find the wrong time. It's very difficult to pick tops and bottoms. I'd much, uh, I think it's much easier to dollar cost averaging. Are there other pitfalls that we should be looking out for, Ben? I think starting off buying a lot of altcoins is a in my opinion, a bad idea. So altcoins are basically anything but Bitcoin. So you're looking at the lower ranked cryptocurrencies. They are even more volatile than crypto. And what I see a lot of beginners make the mistake of, of seeing a, a cryptocurrency is down, let's say 90% or 80%, it's gone down. And people think, oh, it's undervalued. Like, a, you know, it's already down 90%, can't go down anymore. It can still go down another 90%. So let's say a cryptocurrency is at $100 and it goes down to $10, it can still go down another 90%. It can go to $1, then it can go to 10 cents, then it can go to 1 cent. There is no like bottom, it can keep going down. So just be careful when you're investing in cryptocurrency, just because it's gone down 90% doesn't mean it can't go down any further. 
Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, this is unregulated. So, you know, there aren't the checks and balances as there would be in normal investing. So it's possible, you know, if you're investing in cryptocurrencies that haven't been around that long or perhaps aren't entirely based in fact um, that you could be entering into something where you might lose your money anyway, you know. So it's really important to watch out for. But I think the thing is for me is that if you do your research um, and you do look into it and you figure out why, you know, if you want to invest and you, I think to be patient as well is a really good thing and kind of watch the market and see what's going on and figure out where you want to put your money is a really good thing to do. But I think if you, you're willing to do that. I think it's a great thing to be involved in because I think once you start to learn about something like Bitcoin or other cryptocurrencies, you kind of see the use case and there's a few reasons why you would want to invest in a cryptocurrency. But obviously, one of them definitely is that you think it's a good bet for the future that you think the majority of people are going to be using this financial tool in the future and it's a good place to put your money. I see so many people do that, Ed. They couldn't, afford, they couldn't afford to invest, but they did it anyway. And then three weeks later, they need the money and they've sold it and it's down 20%. Like that's not investing. That's just, I don't know, that's playing roulette really. Like yeah. to, to invest, you need to put your money in an asset and let it just do its thing over time. Like uh, the, all of the Bitcoin I bought you know, a number of years ago, it just sits there and just accumulates over time. Probably the same for you, Ed. That's really, and a lot of long-term investors in crypto will actually make more money than traders because traders mm. are looking at, on you know, you know, every day, every minute, they're looking to make you know trades up and down. We're a longer-term investor. I mean, you look back at Bitcoin's up four hundred percent over the last uh, four years. You know, if mm. you look back at you know five, ten years ago, it, it, it's up a lot more than that. So, if you look at a longer-term horizon, Bitcoin consecutively, year on year, does grow. Uh, so, you know, if you're patient and you can hold that crypto, I think you've got a much better chance of uh, building your wealth over time. Yeah, absolutely. And I think if you're doing it a sensible way, you give yourself more time to be able to learn more about it too, don't you? 100%. That's the key. Stick with decoding crypto. We'll help you with your education. <laughs> we'll and we'll, we'll, we'll try to stop you from getting burnt and making the mistakes that we did. <laughs> All right, Ben. Thank you so much. I'll catch you Monday. See you, Ed. Bye-bye.